1: Welcome to the Paranormal BuzzFeed. It's Denise, your homegirl. Um, wow, this is going to be my first episode. I'm a tad bit nervous, tad bit anxious, but let's do this. Let's rip the band off the, the wound and let's get to it. So today's podcast Um, or I'm sorry, today's episode is going to be about personal ghostly experiences. Now, I've lived in many places and in each and every place, I've had something weird happen. Um, My first apartment I had ghostly encounters. They would love to fuck with me. Oh my God. And I'm going to give you an example of the first first encounter I had. But the first encounter, I um, was uh, trying to take a nap. And you know how when you're sleeping and somebody's laying behind you, spooning, um, you could feel them breathing on the back of your neck or the back of your ear. Well, that's what I was feeling. And I was going to roll over and tell my friend, dude, back the fuck off. And there was nobody there. So I was like, all right, now I usually tell them, I don't got time for your bullshit. You know, just, I don't got time. Leave me alone. Go harass somebody else. And this time, I I clearly tell them, hey, I don't have time. I need to take a nap. Not feeling good. And they continue to do it. So I, of course, get upset. I get up and I storm out of the bedroom. Like that really is going to do anything to a spirit or a ghost or whoever you want to call it. So I go into the living room, I sit down, and I'm watching TV. Now, to describe the layout of the living room and and in relations to the bedroom, I literally have to go down a flight of stairs to the living room. And... I could hear somebody coming down the stairs. Now the carp the stairs don't have carpet, so it's not a carpeted stairs. So you can hear the footsteps coming down. And I turned around and I looked and there was nobody. But I can hear them. So I'm like, shit. Really? Are we are we going to play this game right now? It didn't scare me it more. Was more of an irritation. Like I was getting irritated. I was getting aggravated. I was getting angry. Because they were just fucking with me. And I don't like to be fucked with. So I was like "All right, whatever. I'm going to let that one go. So time goes by. And um, I go to bed. And I clearly. That's why I don't like to sleep with my feet off. (laughs) feet off the bed or with my feet uncovered because of this particular experience. So I'm laying down. It's somewhere between 1 and 3 a.m. And I feel this massive bite. Like I got bit by somebody. Like somebody came in to my bedroom and bit me. Like they took their mouth and clamped it down on my toes. And I yanked my foot, like I pulled my foot back toward me. And I can feel like my toes scrape teeth. I was like, this is a fucked up joke. Like, seriously. I was like thinking to myself, as soon as I get out of out of my bed, I am going to go to my friends and I'm going to fuck them up. I'm going to beat the hell out of them. And I reached over, turned on the light, and there was nobody. So I hurried up, took my sock off, and you can see the imprint of of this bite. And I screamed because I've never had a physical experience. I've had the whispering. I've had um, the breathing. I've heard the talking, but I've never had something physical happen to me. So I'm like, shit, okay. And I was like, all right. So in the morning I I wake up and my toes were starting to bruise. And my friends were looking at me like, what the hell happened to you? And like, something bit me last night. No, nah, really? I go, no, look. Took my sock off and you can see this bite mark on my toes and it was Like I said, it was bruising. It was turning purple. And they're all like, no way. And I'm like, I am not sleeping in that room again. I'll sleep on the sofa. I'll I'll figure a way, but I'm not sleeping in there. So to this day, I will never sleep. (laughs) I never sleep with my feet sticking out or my feet dangling off the bed because of that experience. Um, let's see. I had another experience um it's a quite entertaining one to be exact. I was out at out like at night, and I'm driving home, and i you know was semi drunk semi drunk semi sober and I managed to get home perfectly fine, but in my manage, in my in in my process of getting home, I was falling asleep. Now, it could have been because I was falling asleep and I was dreaming what I heard. It could have been um, a hallucination. I don't know. But I clearly hear from the back seat of my car. So Mija, it's in Spanish. It was English, but the word, you know, Mija was in Spanish. So Mija, tell me about your day. And I proceeded to tell this person my day. Now, couldn't recognize the voice. Um, I couldn't. Like, I didn't put two and two together. Like, duh, there's nobody back there. You know, I couldn't do that because, again, I was falling asleep. I was half sober, half drunk. And I looked in the rearview mirror as I'm talking, and I see this little old lady sitting in the middle of the back, you know, the back seat. And she's smiling, and she's all like, oh, that's wonderful, you know, and... I was like, I look at her and I go, "How did you get in my car? Like, where did you come from?" And again, no, no clue as to how she got into into my car. Um, and she proceeded to talk to me, and I go, "Well, you know," thinking I'm like, "Okay, well, maybe." She needed a ride, and you were driving home, and you offered her a ride, and you just don't remember. So I went with it. I go, uh, where do you want me to drop you off? She goes, oh, no, I'll tell you where, I'll tell you where did, um, you just keep driving it, and, and I'll let you know. So I'm like, okay. So I'm falling asleep, and she's goes, oh, miha, wake up, and I'm like dozing off, and I'm Waking up and, and she literally talking to me all the way home. I get off the freeway and I go, so you must live toward where I live because you know this is where I'm going. She's like, yeah, I live this way. Um, I'm like, okay. So I'm get off the freeway and I'm driving home, and it got quiet in the car. So you know I'm like, so. um, Where do you live exactly so I can drop you off? And I looked up into the rearview mirror and she's gone. I was like, "Mm, okay, all righty. So I get home. I don't even change. I go through the door, get in my bed, and that was it. The next morning, I get to work and I was telling my friends or my coworkers, and they're all like, you telling me you're driving with a ghost in the backseat of your car you couldn't even tell? And I go, nope, because I was half sober and half drunk. And I was falling asleep, so I thought I was hallucinating this whole entire thing. In reality, I wasn't hallucinating something or somebody was in the backseat of my car keeping me company just to make sure I didn't kill myself or I kill anybody else. Uh, let's see. Um the next story is a type of story that uh, I like where I work, but at, at the same time I really don't cuz it creeps me out. I've had two different two different Locations like two different jobs, same thing happened. Now the first location, I worked at um, at a consulting firm, and I was an administrative assistant for that firm, and I worked with a whole bunch of engineers and geologists. And if you know about the little warehouses and Warehouse buildings, they have like an office and then um, they have a drop ceiling and then it's basically the warehouse, you know, once you pass the certain door, it's all warehouse, but it has a drop ceiling. One day I was working late and I couldn't get to all the stuff I needed to do. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna leave it for the next day. And I'll come in early and take care of it and get it done with. I started to hear footsteps on the drop ceiling, like on the tiles. And I was like, wait, who's up on the ceiling, right? And then I hear knocking on the glass and they can see in but we can't see out with the type of reflection. So I was like, shit, Like, great. And I hear knocking and more knocking. And then I hear my phone rings is one of the geologists that, need, that didn't have the key to the needy to get in. And I was like, okay. And she's like, I figured I scared you because I can see it, see the look on your face. I realized that you couldn't see me because I'm like waving to you, and you couldn't. I didn't get a reaction. I go, "Yeah, the the way the tint is on the windows, I can't see out, but you can see in." And she's all like, "Okay." So I let her in, and we're sitting there. She's unloading her vehicle and everything, and all of a sudden, I feel a push like somebody comes up behind me and pushes me pushes me with force to where I kind of lunged forward and she noticed of course she noticed it but she noticed the person she's all like are you okay And I go yeah I'm fine no biggie in my end she's all like because he's upset and I go, I, yeah, I know he's upset, but I'm not going to give him the time of day at all. He's been upset. He's been making all this ruckus. And mind you, I don't, I don't know anything at all. I don't know who could it be. I don't know any of that. So we got our stuff done. I got my stuff packed up my stuff, she got her stuff. Uh, We submitted paperwork. I left my desk up in, in a mess. And all of a sudden we got this fear, like spine chilling fear. Like we needed to run and we ran. And we ran from like the back of the warehouse to the front door and as soon as I lock the door, you hear a soop against the door, and there's nobody else in the building, but me and her, and yet you hear somebody smacked into that into that wall, onto the glass door, as if there's as if there's nothing. I was like, "Yeah, no, I don't think so, not today, sir, um." see I have another one where I was uh, home asleep on bed and at that point my husband uh, my significant other sat on the bed and I went flying out of the bed literally flying out of the bed I can laugh about it because I find it funny but I was literally pushed out of the bed and I hit the floor and I hit the wall. Um, I was in a dead sleep and boom, I feel these hands that push me right out of the bed and I hit the floor and my significant other was like, are you okay? I'm like, dude, you didn't have to push me. If you needed me to move, I would have moved. And he's all like, I didn't push you. I'm like, yeah, you did. I felt your hands. And I lifted up my T-shirt at that time. And I had handprints on my back. And I go, those aren't your handprints? And he's all, no, they're not. They were bigger handprints. Like, bigger hands. And I go, great. I'm getting physically entertained here and they seem to take it as in they seem to enjoy poking fun at me because I'm the I'm the type of person who when it comes to the paranormal I if I'm not in the mood and I don't want to deal with it I tell them to leave me alone and go away and they're pretty good they're pretty good at doing that Um, I also tell him that I'm going to call my grandpa and come and take him away. That works too. But in general, they don't really cause that much havoc. You know, some apartment places where where I used to live, I would hear the footsteps, the dragging and stuff like that. But, you know, if... They want their presence known and they want to let you know that they're there. They're going to do it no matter what. It's up to you, in my opinion, to see if you can, you're can you receptive to it. And I am. I am very receptive to them making their presence known. More receptive than I want to be, to be exact. But hey, that's how it is. And I can't say... This and that, you know, do this, do that. Or, you know, don't do that because I just can't. I can only speak for my experiences with the paranormal. I can only tell you my stories. Like, I have a lot of stories of experiences from... Hearing little kids running around, hearing footsteps, having lights turn off and turn on, having stuff like that happen to me at all times. But most people are like, it's just a figment of your imagination. Okay, that's what you believe. You're entitled to believe that. But I know what I hear, what I see, and what I feel is not a figment of my imagination. Again... It could be different from you, from me, from everybody. But that's the world of paranormal. You know? Things come and things go. And there are spirits who like to show themselves to you. And they will show themselves to you. There's nothing you can do about it. But enjoy it. So this is the end of my episode. Um, Stay tuned for episode number two, which will be on the Island of the Dolls, or La Isla de las Muñecas, in Spanish. And um, don't forget to tell me your stories. I'd love to hear your stories, what kind of paranormal experiences you've got, and we'll go from there. Talk to y'all later, and don't forget, keep it ghosting. Bye.